Welcome to Mysterious Goings On, the podcast about creativity, writing, and mystery. Every week, we talk about all kinds of great fiction and meet the people who write it. We also feature explorations about creativity in all walks of life. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will join you right after this. A long time no here. <laughs> it has been a minute, hasn't it, listeners? I think the last time I was in touch was in the middle of the summer. I did a little kind of a catch-up with you and let you know what was up and uh, all my grandiose plans of uh, getting things going again, or not. <laughs> and as I am often um, moved to quote this quote, I forget who said it first, but man plans, God laughs. I'd hoped that, here we are as I record this October 6th, I had hoped that by now we would uh, have this first uh, episode already done and gone on to the second week of episodes by now, or close to it. But a lot of things have happened. I'd love to catch you up. If it's cool with you, there won't be a guest today. It's just going to be me for a few minutes talking to you about what's up with me, what's going on. First thing is I just came off a nine-month contract where basically... I paused about 99% of my company's work and worked for one company. I basically went on staff for nine months to manage several publications and manage uh, a big process. It's a lot of work. It was a huge project management deal. It was a huge managing editor job and a writing job. It was a lot of the things I'm pretty good at and some things that I needed uh, to knock the rust off to do a good job. And I think I did. It went well, although the stress the last couple of months was um, uh, beyond my comfort zone. And uh, it culminated with a large international uh, trade show in Las Vegas where the final piece of the puzzle, the final publication I had to put out and produce was uh, a show daily. If you've been to a, uh, a uh, trade show of any size, you know that they often produce for want of a better term, a daily newspaper or a daily newsletter. And this was about, oh gosh, I don't know, 80 pages, something like that. I should know, but I'm trying to put it behind me. Every day for three days out of the four and a half, five days of the event. And uh, incredibly stressful. And uh, it culminated though, however, with me, yeah, wait for it, getting a nasty, wicked case of covid can you believe I made it all the way this far and I am vaxxed and boosted and I still got it and I got it bad. It has been awful. I was uh, coming home. It was a just a, a day shy of a week of being in Vegas. I was coming back early in the morning, straight shot flight, packed flight, of course, wearing a mask. I wear a mask on a plane no matter what. Did not feel well. Thought it was just accumulative stress and and, and exhaustion, which it, which it partially was. But I knew I didn't feel great. And I got off the plane. My wife took one look at me and said, you don't look so good. And I said, yeah, I got a sore throat and headache. She says, you've got it. I said, no, 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 I'm the unicorn. I'm not going to get it. I'm just tired. Got home, took a test. Mm-hmm, yeah. This unicorn is done. I got it. I got it bad. I think about 10 people from work got it, and I apparently was the one who got 
the really bad case. So that makes sense. My job put me, uh, it was a workroom, a large workroom, but a workroom where the, the, you know, the production of the uh, show dailies was where I, I was in charge of where uh, over 15,000 people below and then reporters and editors and other people would come off the trade floor, come in, file their stories, talk to me. Ventilation wasn't incredible in there. There were no windows, you can imagine. I was stewing in that probably more than or as much at least as as anybody, and uh, I caught it. And the first three days were a blur of misery. Um, severe body aches, headache, cough. Still got a bit of a cough now. I'm fighting the urge to cough. Can you hear that? I'm fighting the urge to cough right now. Um, and this is 15 days or so later since symptoms started. No, this is, yeah, this is a full 15 days now. And it was just miserable headache, terrible headache. And, and took, it took so much medication just to even get it manageable. Slept all the time. I slept probably, mm, 16, 17, 18 hours a day, depending, uh, for the first three to five days, it was like that. And just, I was of course sequestered. I'd missed my family for a week and then I came home and I basically didn't see my family, my wife and daughter. I'd quarantined away from them and it was really, really uncomfortable and awful. I'll spare you the continued whinging about it other than to say that, um, only until yesterday have I not awoken with a severe headache. I still have a cough. My energy level is still way down. But today and yesterday, I managed to go get through. Well, okay, knock on wood for today. But yesterday, I managed to get through an entire day without needing a nap. And this is what's funny. I, I'm working on a new uh, writing project. I wrote for two hours, and I was so exhausted by writing, I had to take a nap. And the first, I don't know, I think day five, six, seven. I would just close my eyes and the next thing I knew I'd been asleep for an hour or two. It's that easy. It was, I was that exhausted. It was just crazy. Um, just absolutely crazy. And I'm just thankful to be coming out the other end. And so I just have to say this last thing. If you're a COVID denier or a vaccine, you know, uh, resistant person, you may be saying, well, if you're Mr. Vaccination, why did you get it? Well, Remember, vaccinations don't often prevent you from getting it. It prevents you from severe illness or death. And I happen to believe had I not been vaccinated, I would have been hospitalized. I don't know if I would have been on a ventilator or anything like that, but I definitely would have been hospitalized. Uh, if for no other reason than exhaustion and uh, uh, all that stuff. Because it's just I just can't see how I would have got it without some resistance and survived. Or at least maybe I would have survived, but... God knows what damage I would have done to my lungs and heart and everything else. So I'll just say it. Um, if you don't want to hear it, don't don't listen. Let it go in one ear out the other, but go get your your uh, booster. I guess the good thing for me is I, I'm going to get a flu shot next week when I feel a little better, but I don't need <clears throat> to get a uh, Omicron booster for the next two and a half to three months. So I'll wait until probably first week of December in I'll just try to enjoy the, quote, free, unquote, um, uh, antibodies that I've been granted from Vegas. That's the only thing I won in Vegas, I guess you could say. I had some other adventures there, but not worth going into. It wasn't that great. Um, I will say, though, that the job that I left, I made friends for life. A couple of really good friends, as a matter of fact, and uh, um, very, very happy about that. Not everybody. Um didn't, didn't please everyone, but most people. So I, I leave with my head up high and 
the accolades of the people that matter. So anyway, that being said, what about the show? What about Mysterious Goings On? What about PR After Hours? What about both these shows? Okay, well, obviously, Mysterious is back, and PR After Hours is also back uh, soon. It may be next week before that one comes back. But I have interviews scheduled. I've already got a couple in the can for this show. But I don't like to start off the show with um, a guest. Sometimes I like to just ease into it, like a hot bath, like like boiling a frog. I want you to settle in and be calm. And next thing you know, you're you're hungry for more, and you're you're going to want to listen next week. So that's what we're going to do. But I'll tell you, the show is back. We'll be uh, producing new episodes all the way through the end of the year. And I'm excited to tell you that you, we have top-selling authors. We have creative folks. I've got somebody I'm really excited about who I think is going to be someday a really um, acclaimed author. He's, he's starting his career. Um, you'll, you'll know it when you hear it. Uh, he's coming on the show. And um, I've just got a lot, of, a lot of things in store for you here on Mysterious Goings On. So please, please, please make sure, I guess if you're listening to this, you are subscribed. But tell a friend. Tell them I'm back. Um, also, please tell uh, people who, who don't know, but tell people who enjoy reading and enjoy books that this is the show. And this is the one that you don't miss and that they shouldn't miss it either. That'd be so great if you could do me that favor. A couple of things in the news, if you'll just, uh, again, give me the uh, point of personal privilege. Let me just tell you that I have a brand new website. Link is in the show notes, jalexandergreenwood.com. I thought I'd go for something that was really simple and easy to remember. <laughs> well, it's the best I could do, but I own my own name at least. And I've had that uh, URL forever. You may recall... If you're a John Pilot Mysteries fan, then I had PilotsCross.com forever, but I just absolutely hated that website. It was, uh, I won't tell you the name of the company because someday they might advertise here, but it just it was hard to, to use. And I just found it, um, I, I found it so difficult and unfun to use that I just stopped updating it. And well, what good is it then, right? So I took it down over a year ago and was just using the MGO pod, the website for this here podcast as my author website, which it wasn't a great idea. I mean, it was a good stopgap, but I always said to myself, I'll definitely create an author website. And I have, and I'm very proud of it. And I want you to please go take a look at jalexandergreenwood.com. Link in the show notes. Um, I'm just so proud of it because not only is there a shop where you can buy autograph books, but you can, there's also a link to um, more information about me, a really nice, uh, well, a bio and a, a realistic picture of me, not the one from five years ago that I, I'm, fa- I'm a fan of back when I was thinner and a little a little fresher looking, but uh, there's a pretty recent photo on there. And there's links not only to Amazon and, of course, to buy the books through me and get autographed, but also through bookshop.org. Um, so you can go to your favorite independent bookstore book and, and order my books through that bookshop.org interface. It's so great. If you're not, you know, really familiar with that, I'll just say the, the way it works is, is really simple. Um, what you do is you, you go support your indie bookstore by going to books, uh, bookshop.org because um, they connect readers with independent bookstores all over the world. They believe local bookstores are essential community hubs that foster culture, curiosity, and a love of reading, and they're committed to helping them survive. So every purchase on the site financially supports your independent bookstore. The platform gives independent bookstores tools to compete online and financial support to help them maintain their presence in local communities. So you can skip the big river. You can skip the Amazon and, you know, go go wade into a creek at a local. That's a terrible 
terrible metaphor. Um, and support your local industry. So, so you, there's a link on the on the site. Um, just click there, and then you you pick your independent bookstore, and then of course you you order all my books. That's what you do. But I would invite you to do that going forward as much as possible. Obviously, uh, if you have a Kindle, I go to Amazon, of course, because that's that's just easiest way to get it there and and it's very affordable and the deals are pretty good on the kindle stuff but if you're gonna buy a paperback or a hardback i, I would say consider bookshop.org okay other things that are on the site again i had the bio there's a shop there's a gallery all kinds of pictures more pictures and video than you want to see but there's book uh, book trailers there's for pilots cross there's a book trailer for, that's been updated for the John Pilot Mysteries, you'll want to check it out with the latest. And uh, the podcast option, my nonfiction book on podcasting. There's pictures of me on TV. There's pictures of me with other authors. Pictures of me being a goof. Um, all kinds of stuff. There's also a link to my Instagram there so you can see what kind of nonsense I'm up to there. There's some Vegas pictures on there on my Instagram as well. You can all get through all of that just through galexandergreenwood.com. And of course, you can contact me through there. You can get in touch and you can uh, ask a question and I'll answer it on this show. Just go through the... Uh, the form there. And one last thing about the website, you can sign up for, and I promise you this is going to happen, there's going to be a reader, there's a reader list, and we're going to start doing newsletters, not right away, but soon, okay? And you may ask yourself, or you may ask myself, you may say, Alex, what's the nil? what got you off the dime to do this, besides the fact that I knew I needed to? I've been asked to do a couple of local... Oh, wait, one last thing. I'm sorry. You can, The podcast, um, you can listen on to the top three most recent episodes right on jalexandergreenwood.com. You just hit the button and listen, so you don't even have to track it down wherever you get your podcast. But I'd rather you subscribe, but at least it's there if you're... On the site, you can push that and then nose around at the other stuff. But the the thing is, I've been asked to do a couple of local events. Um, one of them I'm very excited about is on um, October 15th, coming up here in Kansas City, Missouri. It's called Lit on Grand. I'll be selling autographed books there. Um, it's down at the corner of 19th and Grand Boulevard in Kansas City. It's Saturday, October 15th from noon to 4. Um, come meet and chat up local authors and publishers, browse used books, and connect with other friendly small businesses and orgs, all while sipping a mighty fine cocktail from Afterward Tavern and Shelves Mixologist. It's going to be a great time. Um, I'll be accepting Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, and of course, cold hard cash uh, for autographed books. I will have copies of every one of my books, including the book I wrote with my grandfather, the late Robert E. Trevathan, Big Kevin and Dispatches from the West. I will have copies of all of the books there. Please come buy them. Great time to start your holiday shopping. And what if you've got a book or two that you haven't um, got an autograph on? Well, come on down, Kansas City. If you can't make it to Kansas City, again, go to jalexandergreenwood.com. Buy some autographed books. I will personalize them however you like. Another event coming up just about a month later on November 19th, 2022 in Kansas City. The ninth annual local author fair, um, which is sponsored by the Mid-Continent Library System, which I have books in. Uh, <clears throat> join me there and probably about 20 or 30 other authors local who will take, uh, it'll be on Saturday, November 19th from 1.30 to 4.30 at the Woodneath Library Center campus. It's a great way to meet new writers and get your holiday shopping done again. I'm accepting Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, and Cold Hard Cash. You want to know more about those events? Simple. Go to jalexandergreenwood.com on the homepage, scroll down, 
special events and announcements. And below that, Mysterious Goings On podcast, recent episodes. Below that, featured products from the store. And then my journal, which is a blog, basically. I have the story about indie bookstores and about these events and, and more. And, of course, at the very bottom, you have all my social media and a way to join up for the reader list. I'm so excited about that. Uh, one other thing, if you're in the Kansas City area, and sorry if you're not here in Kansas City, but I'm, I'm just kind of excited about this, and I'll get to uh, my feelings about that in just one second. I want to make sure I told you about Parkville Coffee House. I live in Kansas City, but very close to a small town on the river called Parkville, and it's home of Park University. It's, it's just a wonderful little small town. Got a lot of fun stuff going on. I go to the farmer's market every Saturday. I, 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 I jog and walk by the river. It's a great little area. I love that area. Well, they have a great coffee shop, Parkville Coffee Shop. Kristen and the gang there is are very supportive of local authors. They have a huge section. They have about 88, I think she told me, titles of local authors. Well, now, guess what? She has 94 because six of my books are on sale at Parkville Coffee House in Parkville, Missouri. Just go in, go upstairs to the shelves with the local authors. You pick up the books you want. Don't just get mine. You can you can buy all kinds of uh, local author books, and they're good quality books, folks. Um, there's some self-published folks. There's some hybrid. There's some traditionally published, um, but they all that I've seen there are, are quality with great uh, great covers, great binding. I got a couple of books there I have my eye on as well. And they also have that space that is for rent. And I'm thinking about doing, maybe especially like when winter comes and everybody's bored and miserable, doing like an author reading there. Not just me, like short story reading for me and some other people I know, some good writers in the uh, the uh, Kansas City area. So again, you know how you'll find out about that. You'll go to jalexandergreenwood.com. You'll sign up for my list it's real simple and i promise you this i will not spam you when i send out my information to the reader list i'll try to keep it to a monthly no more than twice a month um unless i have a, a new event pop up and i want to make sure everybody knows about it and uh, i won't sell the list to anybody your your secret email address is safe with me so that's a lot of what's been going on here i'm very excited about this i also am working on a couple of fun things um if you listen to a recent episode before summer, One Last Moonbow, I talk about my uh, all-too-brief uh, work with a Hollywood producer, the now late uh, uh, Mikey Pellico, um, on how I'd been contracted to write a treatment and a screenplay. Well, that's, that is still basically over, moribund. But I have a good friend who... Um, said, you know, you really ought to think about entering some of these screenplay contests. And I was like, oh, I don't really have a full screenplay written or anything like that. But there's one called Killer Shorts, and it's a suspense horror themed. And it's a, up to a 25-page uh, screenplay contest. And my buddy, uh, he was quarterfinalist, I believe, last year or the year before, I'm not sure. Um, and uh, he said, you ought to give it a shot. And I thought, you know, I think it would be fun because I could kind of learn the form a little better, and I can actually write... Um, in a screenplay style and I thought you know what really could be fun is if I take my uh, multi-award winning short story from 2010 Obsidian if you've not read that it's on Amazon um, it's a short story you can get the Kindle version only um, but it's a kind of a, a suspense horror it's it's I'm not gonna lie it's more suspense than horror but there's some creepy um, creepy stuff in it. So I think it'll qualify for killer shorts. And I have just finished uh, the, the second draft 
of my entry. I'm going to sleep on it and then go back and work on it a little bit more and enter it. Um, if I enter it before Halloween, I think I'm good. So I'm going to try that. I'm very motivated because I'm back to running my own shop, you know, running my own business again. And uh, I'm a more forgiving boss than my last one. And I have certain projects that I've lined up and contracts that will pay the bills, but I'm also doing a real carve out for writing. And that means not only entering contests and things like that, but also working on a new novel that I started uh, researching. And I'll talk more about that down the road. I don't like to talk about stuff uh, until I at least have a draft in the can, just to be honest with you. I, it's kind of a personal rule. It's a Stephen King model, you know, right with the door closed until you're ready to talk about it. And that's usually after you have a good solid draft at least. And so, um, it is not a John Pilot mystery, by the way, it is something completely different. And, um, you know, let's just say that there's a lot of research that's gone on into it. I've got books that are full of little stickers and notations and I've got my, my tablet, my remarkable tablet, I've got annotated um, PhD theses I've been using to research and anyway, you'll, you'll, once you see the, when I tell you more about it, when I can, um, you'll understand why it's a lot of research, but I think it's going to be a fun project. So there's that and I have ideas for, I have an idea too for um, um, something that would be more along the lines of like if I, if, if I ever could write for like TV or something, the idea of a miniseries. And uh, that's something though that as much time as I'm trying to carve out, I don't have the luxury of working on, but I've been doing a lot of research on that as well. And I'm not going to tell you any more than that because you just, I don't talk about stuff until it's really coming into its own. And because technically, you know, whatever you put out there, somebody else could get the same idea or take your idea. And I don't, not saying my ideas are so incredibly steel worthy, but still anyway so i guess the long way of saying here i've been uh busy with the job which just ate up so much time and now that's over but i'm still recovering from the job i think i have some mental uh, exhaustion from the job and then of course covid so i have physical and a little bit emotional exhaustion from that so i'm trying to dig my way out of that here in october my favorite month and i'm um, taking it easy as much as I can, although what um, I've been told, a buddy of mine said, yeah, your idea of taking it easy is not the same as most people's. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I am not the workaholic you seem to think I am. And he's like, yeah, you are. He says, how many podcasts do you run? How many businesses? How many revenue streams? And I start thinking about it and I go, yeah, that's a lot. So anyway, I'm just thrilled that if you've listened this far that uh, you're with me. I'm promising you it's going to be a great great uh, season season 10 here welcome to season 10 i haven't even said that yet a, a great season 10 of mysterious goings on and um i tell you what i'd i'd love to hear what you think um what kind of guest you'd like to have if you've got a guest suggestion i have a new listener uh, her name is grace and she is very good friends with a best-selling author and i may i may um um take advantage of uh, her good nature and see if she'll introduce me and get him on the show. I'm not going to say any more than that. It's tough to get, uh, it's to get certain people on the show, but this is somebody who would be really great, I think. But we, again, have so many top selling authors and creative and interesting people coming at you between now and the end of the year. So without further ado, I'm going to uh, go drink a cup of hot tea and get myself uh, a little rest. I've had a day already. Really excited to be back with you. I hope uh, the feeling is mutual. Talk to you soon.
Thanks for joining us on Mysterious Goings On. Be sure to follow Mysterious Goings On wherever you get your podcast and never miss an episode. Don't forget, you can get the links to books and other things mentioned on the show at mgopod.com. Until next time, keep reading. Keep reading.